This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Jason and Ken's Six Pack. Presented by Weathermaster Windows. Get top-rated windows with a lifetime guarantee for under $215. Visit WMWindow.com and get an estimate in 60 minutes or less. Inside access to what the boys are drinking. <laughs> I mean, thinking. 1057 The Fan. It's Friday. That means it's time for our bold predictions for Sunday. And let's get started, Stoney. Number six. Number six, I uh, was impressed with what I saw from Justice Hill last week. I think he builds off of that. 75 yards and a tutty for Justice Hill this Sunday. Interesting. I've got another uh, running back involved in ours. My six, I think punting's going to be an issue. My spidey senses are tingling a little bit here. Um, Rookie punter, the guy who he's replacing is in the ring of honor. Um, Well, he he will be. He will be. He coaches them every day. I think Justin Tucker is pretty demanding. Apparently, it wasn't as smooth as an operation as it could have been against Miami. Certainly, there's at least one punt he'd want back. I think field position, every play is going to matter in this game, and I also think there could be some weather. So I just have a have a weird feeling, just a weird feeling about we may be talking about punting a little bit more on Monday than we normally would. Number five. This is where I get into running backs, Gigi. I'm going J.K. Dobbins, 15 or more touches. Ooh. Um, I think now that he's gotten through a game and he's got another level of confidence in himself and they've got another level of confidence in him, um, and I think Justice Hill will have a role as well. I think, I think they're going to have to try to play some ball control, even though the, the Bills allow less than three yards per carry. Um, but, yes, I think J.K. Dobbins continues to see a bigger role, and I think we see even more of him this week. My five, uh, Stephon Diggs, eight for a buck, twenty-five, and two touchdowns. Uh, I just the the if, as Jason pointed out earlier, if you can move, you you're going to have some a decent day against the Ravens. Though I do think the back end is going to be a little later. I'll get to that at four, but I do think Diggs has a big game. Number four. 
for Marcus Peters, and I mentioned next factors, I think he's starting to feel like the old Marcus Peters. He had a pick at the end of the game last week. I think he has a pick six on Sunday. Okay. That's it? That's bold. He has a pick six. Pick six, a okay. defensive touchdown. Pick six. Gotcha. All right. That it. He, yeah. he runs. He runs I with. Thought, his, I was saying. I thought maybe he'd say eighty-nine yards yeah, or something. Yeah. When I go bold, I go bold. Hey, oh, hey, me, you can't give clarify. him. I, I, he runs with his hands from the twenty-yard line in. Yeah. He runs on his hands. Does a handstand in the end zone from the twenty in. Okay. Yeah. So there. That's there. bold. There he hits go. the Dion. He's yeah, high yeah. stepping. The last five yards backwards. Yes. In yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then four. he jumps in the crowd and drinks a beer with him afterwards. Like, like a Lambo leap. Yes. He does the key and peel skit yeah. where it's like one, two, yeah. and he doesn't do three. He doesn't yeah. want the penalty. Yeah. Um, my four, Von Miller at least two sacks. Ronnie Stanley, Falele, Ricard to help, all kinds of help. The The problem here is that they, they go too deep across their D-line, um, even with Phillips out. I, I you look at how much pressure they're generating. They're top three in the NFL in pressure percentage, and they blitz far and away the least of anybody. They blitz like 9% of the time or 7% of the time. The next closest team is Chicago at 13 and a half. Um, it's pretty special. I think it's being overshadowed by the Josh Allen MVP hype train, and, and, and understandably so. Um, we're in an era of unprecedented offensive football. But this D-line is a beast, and they've got a couple of linebackers who they can activate in a bunch of different ways, and I think that leads to Von Miller being a tough matchup for this group. Number four. That was four. Yeah, that was four. Number three, Sean. Number three. There we go. (laughs) There we go. Good recovery. Uh, Josh Allen will have five plays of 20 yards or more between throwing or running. Five plays of 20 or more. I'm thinking at least two over 35, Tebow. I have Josh Allen a little higher. My three is Devin Duvernay is going to have two touchdowns on Sunday. He has made big plays every week so far this season, and I think that continues Sunday against the Bills. Number two. Number two, Josh Allen, 350 yards passing, three touchdowns, 50 yards rushing, and a touchdown. A big day from the Bills quarterback. You mentioned Diggs earlier. I've got him a little higher, and I, I've got him with a little higher numbers. Diggs will be a part of several of those big Josh Allen 20-plus yard plays. Stephon Diggs, over 170 yards receiving. Woo. Two touchdowns, at least one of those touchdowns of 20 yards or more. If Devontae Parker, on a day when you really only have to worry about Devontae Parker, with Mac Jones throwing the ball, could do what those two did, if Waddle and the Cheetah can do what they did the week before that here in the Ravens barn with Tua at quarterback, I, I just think this defense doesn't excel at taking away the main thing. I, the main thing tends to go off. Number one. <laughs> Lamar Jackson will have three or more passing touchdowns, T-Bone. But he will have under 60 yards rushing and under 250 yards passing. I, I believe history would, would tell us, the history of Leslie Frazier, um, that he's going to be content to sit back in cover four, in cover six, playing quarters, um, taking away deep quadrants of the field. 
if you play man against Lamar Jackson, he's going to run all over you. These guys play the least man in the NFL. And even last week when the hoodie blitzed, Lamar got made stuff happen. But Lamar barely cleared that 217.5 passing yard total that I love. It was 218. So I think here it's back to being the red zone efficiency is everything. And I think Lamar will continue to slay people and throw touchdown passes. I don't know that this is a week against this defense when he's throwing for 350 and running for 100. I don't see it. Well, I just want to remind everyone that I was the one person that said that last week's game was going to be high scoring. I, I have Lamar the opposite. I got him 300 yards and three touchdowns, 100 yards rushing and a touchdown, helping lead the Ravens to victory in this football game. I'm going to give it to Jason. I've wow. been bringing up Leslie Frazier a lot this week. In 2019, when this offense was really humming, they couldn't really get anything going uh, aside from that long Hayden Hurst touchdown. And it's also worth mentioning there hasn't been a ton of Lamar Jackson starts in the rain I, I broke down these numbers i think week one three games and it's been subpar in all of those games it's expected to rain throughout the day on sunday so that's another factor ah i took another one on I'll the take, chin i take uh, the wins where i get them yeah hey coming up next it is time for more of t-bone it's tmi with tim live from the cross street market and t-bone what you got the people love bold predictions yes they do the people love X Factors. The people can't get enough of our best bets. They can't oh, get enough yeah. of Stony Baloney's best yeah, bets because true. they fade just 100%. fade him 100%. 100% of the time. Stone is wrong. We're not going to bury the lead. You're going to want to hear Stone's three best bets next on Inside Access. Inside Access. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hot takes from the guy behind the glass. I'm in a glass case of emotion. TMI with TIM. TMI. TMI, my friends. Inside Access. 1057 The Fan. Yes, it's time for TMI with TIM, and T-Bone, the floor is yours. It's a Friday, so we're going to give you our best bets. I'll give you mine first, and I can't wait to hear Stones. It was a bounce-back fallback. Yeah. Does he get on the board this week? Uh-huh. Look, we can't really talk. All three of us are 3 and Ugh. 6. He is 0 and 9. Yeah. So to start with my best bets, I'm taking the Falcons, uh, getting a point at home against the Browns. Really? Yeah, I, I just have a feeling here. You want to know who the Falcons remind me of team-wise are the Lions of last year, where they're scrappy, they've been in every single game, they won at Seattle, they played with the Rams, uh, they blew that big lead against New Orleans. I think Atlanta is going to find a way to win this game. And Browns... I, they, I love the Browns. I don't know. They're not on my best bet, but I'm just playing Hey, man. No, that's Cordero fine. Patterson. That's, that's fine. I mean, that's fine. I, I just think the Browns are in for a letdown I also spot. like the over there. In one of the few games, I like the over. I'm taking the international game here. I'm going to go with the Vikings in London to cover that three-point spread. The Saints, they've been... <laughs> Not looking good recently, losing at Carolina, and then the Bucks prior to that. Jameis is turning the ball over. Jameis I, is out. So. I had, oh, excuse me. I've had, uh, uh, I picked the Vikings last week for my best bet with the Lions, and they didn't end up covering, but they roared back, pun intended, to win that football game. I think the Vikings will cover there. And then my last one, Sunday night football. You guys know that I'm not high on the Bucks, I think Kansas City's going to win. And Ariel, who we had on last hour, she's been saying this line has gone all over the place, and now I see it as a pick em. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs in that one. They've had the uh, – uh, they're going to come in pissed off after dropping that game against the Colts, which I foolishly had as my best bet last week. But I think Kansas City bounces back at – Tampa Bay. Stone, what do you got? By the way, I want to mention Andy Dalton starting for the Saints in in London. Tim, I would feel really good about two of those, by the way. Really good about two of your best bets. (laughs) You're going the opposite? (laughs) Because I'm going Browns minus one. No, that means Tim's going to win. No, no, he's going to Yeah, Tim's going to win because I'm going Browns minus one. Oh, I thought you said you agree with him. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, Browns minus one. I like Bridgewater in that running game to stick it to the Falcons and win by, you know, at least two. I think they'll win that you game. You mean Brissett? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, what Brissette, did I say? Brissette. Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Oh, sorry. Last night. Brissett, yes. All good. And then I'm going to take the Bucks in a pick em. Uh It's in Tampa. <laughs> Uh, Tom Brady. I'm at least going two and one. Tom Brady just has <laughs> Mahomes' number. I'm going to go Tom Brady in the Bucks, And my best bet, my stone cold Uh-oh. lock of the week. 100%. Is is Rams plus one and a half oh, in San God. Francisco? I'm changing a pick. <laughs> Change up. Uh, he is. He's I'm picking up his notepad. I had others receiving notes in case this happened. <laughs> He's changing. Uh, Stony Baloney's got the Rams. I don't blame you. I'll, I'll, I'll do mine. I'll yeah, give you time. Yeah, yeah, Ken, you're off. Uh, I am taking uh, the Jaguars getting six and a half at the Eagles. 
I think that's going to be a closer game. I think the Jaguars are actually pretty decent. Yep. So too. Uh, I got the. I think the Raiders in a, in a bit of a revenge game for Josh McDaniels. Minus two and a half is what I got against the Broncos, and I got the Cowboys minus three as uh, they take on uh, Cordell Woodland's Washington Commanders. So Jaguars, Raiders, and the Cowboys. Are I you, did go one three last week. Are you guys having internet issues? I don't know. Um, I can't get anything to looking come Looking right now. No, I'm, I'm fine, man. I think that's a you problem. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's working for me. I'm taking New England Green Bay under 40 and a half. Oh. Aaron Rodgers is talking about I only need 21 points to win football games. I think he's only worried about getting 21 points. Brian Hoyer, we know New England's limitations. That smells like a 24 to 10 type game to me. Although nine and a half is too much with the Green Bay's pop gun attack. Give me the under in the uh, the game in London. Give me the under in the Minnesota-New Orleans game. I, I can't tell you exactly what it is right now because I can't get on anything. But whatever it is, it it's probably is around 40. 41 and a half. 41 and, 41 a, half. and a half. I'll take the under. And give me the under in Tampa Bay, Kansas yeah, City. All over know. under. Yep. And that number is 45 and a half. Okie dokie. And you said wow. 41 and a half for the other one? Yes. yes. There we go. Unders, 29, 18, and 1 so far this year. That means sometimes well, it doesn't Best hit. winning percentage since 91. What? And it is in this era of high scoring, high scoring, high scoring. Ravens and the Lions were the only two teams last week to score 30 or more points. Is this an anomaly this early on in the season? Do you expect the offenses after the first month of the year, which we are October yeah. 2nd? I think some of it is uh, the lack of repetition in training camps now and preseason games. I think uh, some of it is some of these offenses just aren't, aren't very good. I think some of these young offensive-minded head coaches who've been hired are a little out of their depth, and that's showing up. Um, go look at the you know the, some of the first and second-year head coaches and the issues they continue to have. Uh, it, it seems to be some of the same teams, and really, like the Lions are three and zero going over um the uh the the falcons are pretty much a guarantee to go over they they can play offense and they can't play any defense but the rest of the league it's the the trend is the other way and you've mentioned this a few times now where heading into the year we thought the afc was going to be this super conference with all the young quarterbacks and their prime and that just has not come to fruition through three weeks Hey, coming up next, remember the Ravens take on the Bills this Sunday, M&T Bank Stadium. Steve Tasker, former Bill All-Pro, now with WGR Sports Radio 550 in Buffalo. We'll get his thoughts on this game. And what happened to the Bills in Miami last week? We'll talk to Steve Tasker next here on The Fan. Inside Access. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jason, Ken, and the third member. I'm Tim Barbalace. It's Inside Access. Oh, he's terrible. He's a hack. 105.7 The Fan. Time to go behind enemy lines. We're live at the Cross Street Market. Ravens take on the Bills on Sunday. And let's bring on former Bills All-Pro, and now he's with WGR Sports Radio 550 in Buffalo. It's Steve Tasker. He joins us courtesy of the Ashley Furniture Guest Hotline. And, Steve, thanks a lot for joining us once again. Let's start with that game. Let's start with that game Sunday. What happened? Well, they went into the game with a, a ravaged secondary. They were down to their, I don't know, 6th, 7th, and 8th defensive backs, I guess. And uh, they also were down to their 7, 8, and ninth offensive linemen on the right side of their offense. Um, they lost guys in mid-game. They came in hurt to begin with. And I'll tell you this, too, half the roster melted during the game. It was really hot. Uh, guys were falling out with full-body cramps and dehydration. Um you know, Josh Allen gave it his best shot, but even after 90 snaps of offense, they couldn't push push the ball down the field one more time to get a three-point play. So it was uh, it was just one of those games. Miami is the kind of team, and you guys know, they just don't beat themselves. And so a um, couple of mistakes, and they'll take advantage of them. That's what happened to really. That's really what happened to Buffalo as well. Just like what happened to Baltimore, a uh, couple of mistakes and. And it cost them in a two-point game. Steve, I, I feel like their defense is still kind of being undervalued here or, or underrated to some degree. Uh, they go about 10 deep on the D-line, and I understand some guys are banged up on the back end, but this is not the first rodeo for McDermott and Leslie Frazier. They're like number one in the league in yards per game, top five against the run per, per pass, uh, top five against the pass per attempt. Um how how good are they, and and is the Josh Allen national hype sort of obscuring some of this? Um, I think you're right. I think Josh overshadows a lot of what the Bills do, but their defense is extremely when it's healthy. Their defense is really stout, really stout. Their their pass rush is far and away above what it was a year ago. Their ability to stuff the run is also way above where it was a year ago. Uh, when they're healthy this club can really get after it. And I think right now they're getting healthier. They'll get, I believe they'll get uh, him settled back in the lineup at 100%. He was there last week but didn't was, didn't really feel like himself. He'll be back in. I don't know that they'll have Ed Oliver back in there. They're still missing Jordan Phillips down inside. But the guys they have are really good, particularly on the edges. Greg Rousseau, Vaughn Miller, yes. uh, Boogie Basham. A.J. Epinesa, those guys can really get after the defensive end, and they stay fresh throughout the game. So uh, I think this game defensively for both these clubs will come down to how many turnovers they can get 
more so than whatever plays they make in the passing game or the run game. Steve, I want to get back to the offensive side of the football, specifically the offensive line. Mitch Morse, he's questionable uh, for this week. Ryan Bates is coming off a concussion. It seems like they've had an uneasy uh, performance thus far. Is there any concern with that group up front? Well, if Mitch Morse comes back, I think Mitch Morse is really the big question mark coming into mm-hmm. this game, uh, whether he gets back or not. He's been limited in practice all week. Uh, I think Bates is going to clear the concussion protocol. I think Spencer Brown will be back at right tackle. It was strictly heat exhaustion that got him last week. Uh, he'll be back on in back in the saddle. And, of course, Roger Saffold on the left side, left guard, and then Deion Dawkins, they took all 90 snaps last week, and they didn't miss a practice this week, So, uh, except for a veteran rest day. So uh, I think their offensive line will be better. It might be 100% if Mitch Morris can get back in the lineup. Um, if he's not there, then you may have some question marks as to how good they'll be or how cohesive they'll be. But they should have at least four of their five for sure back in the lineup, and that'll help a great deal. Um, they have been very good thus far. I mean, you hang, you hang 31 on the world champions, I think 41 on the AFC number one seed Titans in weeks one and two. Um, and then when, when they all fell out in week three, I mean, the, the, it showed offensively. They couldn't move the football. So um, I think they'll be back in the saddle. And when they are, I think this offense really clicks, particularly because it gives Josh Allen a chance to throw a little more than just quick passing game, timing passing game. They can drop back and, uh, and let the pass plays develop down the field. So we'll see if, uh, if Mitch Morse is back in there. But he, right now I think he's the biggest and really the only question mark. Talking to Steve Tasker, it's Inside Access here on the fan. Steve, uh, Tim mentioned one of your players having a concussion, which reminded me of what happened last night. And, of course, the Tua situation started Sunday against the Bills. Uh, I'm just curious, as a former player, what was your reaction to what you saw with Tua last night? Well, unfortunately, I've seen it before with guys. Um, I've, it's really da- For me, it's really dangerous when, if indeed – you know, Tua did get a concussion in the Buffalo game last Sunday, um, and they either covered it up or somehow he got through the protocols without it being detected. Um, that's bad for Tua because the, the quicker in succession you get concussions, the easier it is to get your subsequent concussions, and it gets easier and easier, and that's the dangerous part of it. Uh, Former running back in the NFL, Merle Hodges, his career was cut short by this. Yeah. Al Toon, the receiver for the New York Jets, was, his career was cut short by concussions. Uh, it's not something to be trifled with. And and I know there are protocols in place, uh, but I, I think, you know, players in good-natured conversations around the locker room, they talk about ways you can get around the concussion protocols. They talk about what you need to say and how you need to say it. Uh, and certainly, Tua coming up with this back injury that nobody had heard about up until last Sunday is one of the things they talk about. I don't know if Tua really did have a back injury or an ankle injury, but it certainly didn't look that way to me when he never reached to touch his back, never grabbed his back as if it was pain in pain. The only thing he did was bring his hands to his head, and that to me doesn't speak to back injury. So if he did find a way through the protocols, you can bet they're going to they're going to see if they can close that loophole for players and uh, not have this kind of thing happen going forward. And it's a little bit reactionary. That's unfortunate. 
But, uh, I, you know, you're going to have to talk to the doctors that were on the sidelines talking to Tua as to what they saw and why they allowed him back in the game last Sunday. But there's no doubt he, needed, he got the concussion last night for sure. Steve, going back to uh, the, the game here this weekend in, in Baltimore, I know some people get caught up in the Bills' rushing statistics and this or that. Um, I look at Devin Singletary, the things he does in the past game, the kind of weapon he is um, in, in a multitude of ways against a Ravens team that, that doesn't have a whole lot of proven linebackers. And the one they drafted the highest, Patrick Queen, really suffers in coverage. Uh, what kind of an impactful football player do you think Devin Singletary can be on Sunday? Well, it seems as every year the Bills' running game isn't what it should be. They almost don't take any live reps or enough live reps to get it really well oiled before the regular season begins. So maybe as the last, season wears on last year, the last six weeks of the season, the running game became what they always wanted it to be, and Devin Singletary was the engine behind it. Uh, this last week, for the first time really in the Sean McDermott era, the running backs caught like 15 balls. And that's unprecedented. Uh, they are almost never used the running backs in that manner. Now, James Cook makes a little bit of a difference in that, but also James Devin Singletary is, is, does as well. Uh, the running game has not been what they want it to be. The offensive linemen will tell you if they want the running game to get better, they got to do it more. Uh, is if you're going to run the ball more with Devin Singletary or James Cook or Zach Moss, you're taking it out of the hands of Josh Allen and his ability to throw it. Nobody wants to do that. So it's a two-edged sword, no question. But uh, I think there's no question they want to run the ball effectively, even if it means not, even if it doesn't mean running it more. They want to run it better when they do run it. But as of yet, I think it's been a disappointment. We're speaking to Steve Tasker, a former Bills All-Pro, now host at WGR Sports Radio 550. Uh, Steve, to Josh Allen, and you go back to college where he was extremely inaccurate. You can go back to his rookie year where he wasn't accurate uh, at all either. Now he enters 2022 as one of the favorites to win MVP. I can't imagine... You were even people in the Bills organization thought he would take this tremendous leap from his rookie year to year five. Well, if they knew he would get better. Um, he had all the intangibles that speak to a guy improving during his career. He's very intelligent. He's got all the physical gifts. He's got a great work ethic. Uh, and he retains information. Um, and he puts in the work. So you knew that he would at least, at least get some better. I think his... The, the, the rap on him is like when he wouldn't, it was inaccurate. I think his inaccuracy and his lack of completion percentage had more to do with his decision-making and his options, particularly in his college career. It had more to do with the offense that he was running and what they asked him to do and the, and the answers they gave him than it did his inability to throw the football where he wanted to. Um, when you saw him throw it in college and even in his rookie season, it kind of went where he wanted it to go. Pretty, he was pretty accurate, but he never, he didn't make a lot of the right decisions. Mm. And, and he always tried to make tougher throws than he really needed to. So that led to a poor completion percentage, not only in college, but his first year as a pro as well. So once he got started learning a little bit more football, getting a better handle on the offense he's running, getting more willing to take easier throws, he, his, 
his play increased exponentially, and that's where he sits today. Steve Tasker, before we let you go, do you have a feel for this game on Sunday? I think this is a big challenge for Buffalo, a really big challenge. Uh, I mean, they're a good football team, no question. They're very gifted, they're talented, they're deep, and all of that. And Although their depth has been tested and being tested, I think going into Baltimore and beating a team with Lamar Jack- a healthy Lamar Jackson and playing the way they're playing, I think it's a tall order. Um, Baltimore's 82-32 and 32 over, the la- over John Harbaugh's career there. But they're a hard team to beat in Baltimore. And unless Buffalo plays really well, and I mean really well for a great team, it's hard to go in there and beat those guys. So I think it's going to be a really close game. I think it'll come down to the end. I think Buffalo's hard to beat, no question. But I think it's going to come down to a turnover or a play at the end. You're going to be able to look back at this game between Baltimore and Buffalo and point to three plays or less as being the difference. And they may come in the last 60 seconds of the ball, go, ball game. Steve Tasker, this was great, man. Thank you so much Thanks, for your time. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hey, coming up next, we'll take a look at the NFL League at large, and, of course, we'll get back to what happened last night in Cincinnati. Tua Tungvaloa carted off the field on a stretcher. Should he have been out there in the first place? We'll ask Jason Lockin for it next here on The Fan. Inside Access. Inside Access to the National Football League. NFL Insider, Jason LaConfora, Ravens Insider, Ken Wyman. Joining us now, the former Hall of Fame coach, Bill Cowher. Boomer Esiason, the head coach of the Los Angeles Rams, Sean McVay. The League at Large, brought to you by Valor Home. Get 50% off all roofing materials, no matter the size, plus a free upgrade to HDR architectural shingles and make no payments until 2024. Call 833-83-VALOR or online at valorhome.com. 105.7 La Fan. To a rolling left with the grain, and down he goes. Slung down in his own 48 yard line. Josh Tupu. And uh oh. Well, we saw last week, and he went down. He got up, was wobbly. The training staff comes out. Most people, I couldn't believe what I saw last night. I couldn't believe what I saw last Sunday. You know, it was just something that was astonishing to see. I've been coaching for 40 years now in college and the NFL, almost 40. You first heard Al Michaels with the call on Amazon talking about the play in question where Tua Tungavailoa got thrown down and stayed down, eventually carted off on a stretcher, and then John Harbaugh reacting to it at practice, after practice today, actually I think it was before, they talked before practice. Yeah. Yeah, so, but anyway, and saying it's, he was astonished that Tua was out there after what happened Sunday into Thursday. Well, Jason Tua Tungvaloa, in your opinion, she even been even even on the field last night to let something like that happen. It seems like there was a failure somewhere. Yeah, um, I was surprised he traveled with the team. To be honest with you, and I have to say, I'm surprised he flew back. Just and again, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm. A neurologist or anything close to it but I mean a lot of times when someone suffers a concussion you you, you want to get them in a comfortable dark place right yeah. and not have them traveling flying with a team altitude all of that I thought maybe you keep them in the hospital overnight for observation I, I don't 
None of this has looked right from the moment he was flung to the turf against Buffalo a week, uh, five, six days ago. Jason, you, you brought up a dark room, and it reminded me, Steve Tasker brought up Altoon when he was talking about guys whose career ended. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember hearing stories about Altoon who had to basically spend a lot of his life in dark rooms yeah. because he, the concussions got so bad he couldn't stand being in light areas. And, and like these, this was years ago, Altoon. He was a great wide receiver with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Career was ended because of concussions. Yeah, and again, we've the league, the NFLPA, sports in general have come a long way in terms of understanding the nature and severity of head and neck and spine injuries, and you know the fact that we're talking about brain bruises here. But but clearly, they're not where they need to be, and and whether it's a failure of the application of the protocol, T Bone. Or a failure of the protocol to be written in an ironclad enough way to where these no-go symptoms automatically take someone off the field for a week, regardless of how much they make, how important the position is they play, how badly that team needs to win that game, or how crappy that player's backup might be. It, it seems like they're, at the very least, is, is too much wiggle room still in how this can be interpreted. It needs to be completely revamped. The league let down Tua. The Dolphins let down Tua. I, I even think the NFLPA let down Tua. If we're assuming that Tua suffered a concussion last Sunday and then to have another head injury four days later is extremely concerning. I, I, I mean, he was taken off in a stretcher, guys. It, it just a horrifying scene there. And... Where do they go from here? Because the NFL needs to continue to evolve. You mentioned how far we've came. Guys could go back into the game voluntarily after they suffered a concussion yeah. back in the day. My mom it's just been ding. A, it was a ding. Yeah, right. my, my mom's been a bell rung. Yep. My mom's been a nurse her entire life, uh, ever since she was done college, and she used to work at Good Sam and. They didn't really look at concussions <laughs> when she first started as like yeah. a big thing, but it's your head. It's your brain that is the most important part of your body. Why would you not take every single precaution for that to not be a long-term issue? And I bring up the guardian cap again. And people that don't know what that is, it really got implemented this summer and during OTAs and minicamp. It's the funky-looking thing on the outside of a helmet helmet, where it's like extra padding. And this is according to the NFL. The Guardian cap results in at least a 10% reduction in severity of impact if one player is wearing it, at least 20% reduction in impact if two players in a collision are wearing it. I'm telling you, within a couple years, that's going to be mandated in the game. I it, it may, fully but here's that. what's also going to happen, and I've already heard this. They're going to look at that data. They're going to say how much safer the game is, and then they're going to add an 18 well, day. <laughs> yeah, uh, trust yeah. me. Yeah, that's, no, that's, you're right. That's the trade-off. <laughs> yeah. right. But but getting back to the local angle of this real quick before we go, because Bobby D's coming up, and I know he's got a lot yeah. to say. For Harbaugh to say what he said is pretty noteworthy. It's very easy for these coaches or anybody in the league to just say, it's not our situation. I'm not privy to all the details. The league and the PA negotiate protocols and everybody applies them. I applaud John Harbaugh for, for saying what he said because him saying that resonates and speaks in a way that the three of us yes. can sit here and rail against it. What, what Harbaugh did in that forum today um, I, I think was pretty profound. Coming up next here on the program as we're live from the Cross Street Market, it's a Friday, it's 5 o'clock. 
It's happy hour with Bobby DePaul. What's the film telling him about this game Sunday? Bobby D tells us next here on The Fan. Inside. Inside. Access with Jason Lockenfora and Ken Wyman. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.